0: Listened to a couple of them. I actually fell asleep listening to some of your podcasts last night. So it was good,
1: man. I was. I tend to get a little bit boring. You know what I mean? No, no you're good. I was gonna say, yeah, no it's all good. How'd you how'd you come across? Like, I came across you from the pizza community, and Jason, okay. you're now on Out of the Blank Podcast. It's literally okay. this is this is perfect conversation for the podcast. It's literally right. just conversation. But I came across right. you through a, a few. Either it was Mike Pizza in the sack. Or it was Jerry, the pizza peddler, the port, the Portland pizza peddler. Okay, okay,
0: yeah. I so that's kind of it's relatively like a new space for me as far as uh, what my kind of like what my goals were and then what they're gonna be, I guess, with it. But I work at I really my full like you know my day job is I work at GoDaddy and I was super new to all of the you know just I was a I was in tech but I was more taking apart robots and. And stuff uh, before i got into this this gig and uh it was like you know i talked to customers all day i'm like you know what i gotta figure out like how to have a website and something to show them that you know that i can like everyone can relate to so i just decided to do dot uh, pizza uh, cowabunga.pizza was like my first one and then i i have uh, tacos are my life.com uh, so i do tacos then i have a friend that I, we run a chicken wing one and then my brother's buddy runs a burger one so then we just decided to roll out master.cooking, which is our, you know, our primary like mothership, you know.
1: Now, site. is GoDaddy a pizza place or is it a website builder as well? Because every time I look at their logo, I'm like, it's a fucking pizza place.
0: <laughs> what GoDaddy is is, uh, they're yeah, they're a registrar, so you can host domain, you can get domain names there, you can do your hosting to build websites. They do search engine optimization. They do social media. I mean they can sell you a server. Um, they they do IT, they pretty much have their hands in inside the cookie jar for anything that's related to the internet.
1: I know only of uh GoDaddy because uh Danica Patrick. Yep, the yeah. reason why my dad really got into NASCAR, literally we had a cardboard cutout like the ones you would see out in front of movie theaters of like the hero or whatever. We had a giant life-size version of Danica Patrick. <laughs> in our house. And he was like, every time he'd walk in and be like, just like just pet her on the head. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's for good luck. You don't want to get in a car accident. And I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, it's you know, it was I've been there for about two years, and and now of course we've been working from home for since about March. But I was in the office and and I was like, this it's primarily males that work there, but there there are a lot of uh you know it's good mix but this lady's walking line i'm like she, you know obviously she was really cute and i did a double take and it was it was Danny patrick doing uh she was still i think she still does some marketing with them so she was doing a commercial, but uh, I didn't get to really talk to her. I didn't even realize she was da- dating Aaron Rodgers either <laughs> until kind of,
1: like, did some Wait, more homework on it. she's dating Aaron Rodgers? Yeah,
0: yeah. Her and Aaron Rodgers are, like, a couple. So.
1: Aaron Rodgers is, like, 50, and she's, like, it looks like she's 20. Yeah, I I mean, she definitely looks good, but, yeah, they're,
0: a, they're an item, so.
1: Um. Well, even when you're working at, like, a website thing, like, I wonder, like, how – have you ever looked at any of like sites that have been taken like you just type in the most random shit and see if that's taken
0: oh a- absolutely like there's times where people will call in and, and most of the time i'm like oh, I, i'm pretty sure some people own that or whatever and there's some people that sell domain names too like that's uh really kind of an interesting thing of itself but yeah i you know people i, I am and i've sold some really crazy ones. I mean, like some of the ones I've sold were kind of vulgar and it was like more towards the adult industry. And I'm like, is this person just calling to like, fuck with us or like, just, I don't mean, maybe there's just straight up like real, but the very first call out of the gates, I took, it was like a lady, she was, she owned like a dominatrix. So it was like, I was new, they fed you to the sharks and taking calls from business owners having issues with basically their website. And I was like, hey, what do you do? And it was like, before I even got validated in her account, to just like see what her website was, I just went, went right off the bat, just like, what you, and she's like, well, that's awkward. And of course I pull up her website and it looks like I'm looking at like porn at work, and you know, I'm like looking behind me like, oh, <laughs> they didn't go over this in training. But we, we hit it off, so it was, it's an interesting job. Like I'll talk through, like, it will go from there to like next person to take a call from is like a lawyer, and a hospital, you know, anything on the internet, which is, you know. A lot, just, a lot of stuff Yeah, on the yeah, yeah So wait, you're
1: designing people's websites or are they just buying the space and they have to design it themselves? Because if you're designing people's websites, that's gotta be free flow and creativity. Immediately, you said dominatrix, I'm already thinking about a, when you click on the site, there's a whip noise. There's a- It's, wh-
0: it's, one, it's one of those where I am I pretty much, I'm, I just do tech support so they could call in for help on their website, fixing their email. They even, we even have like some phone systems and such. And we sell the Office 365 products so pretty much like Word, PowerPoint, Excel. So you, we get, we field a ton of calls and it's it's really just every business just trying to set it up and every business is different, but you kind of, yeah, you, you field calls and then you pretty much, you know, chat with people. Sometimes you're going to talk to like a plumber who's killing it, but he, he has no idea about the internet, can hardly log in. He just knows he needs to have a website, right? So you talk to people on like that are very educated, but also not very tech savvy. So that makes it difficult. And then you, I'm really just supposed to consult with them to to help their business. Cause really what GoDaddy's like, end point is, is in, to empower entrepreneurs. And I, I think that's awesome, but it, it, that's pretty much just what my job is, is just the tech support. And then of course, if they need to be helped out or educated on how
1: products work that's that's what i'm there for so. so you basically got started into kind of the pizza page a little bit just because everybody else is making sites you're like why the hell not Pizzas. yeah
0: you know yeah, it started with,
1: exactly i i always was like a huge fan of uh
0: the teenage mutant ninja turtles so i kind of went with the, the you know playing with the ninja turtles Pizza um and uh so that was that That was kind of like what i i was like you know who doesn't like pizza it's just funny i can point them to it and then i, I started doing one for uh top it's called tacos are my so those were the two that i kind of started with tacos and pizza i figured it was so funny too like some of my friends and stuff they were just like, they didn't really get it. I was trying to talk to my coworkers about it, but I guess the way I was looking at it was like, I'll just use this as a marketing tool to really help my own brand really, you know, depending on whatever it is I want to do. And uh, my friends were like, hey, like how many tacos and how many how much pizza are you going to have to sell to make a million bucks? I'm like, I, I, I'm not looking at it as, you know, like selling tacos and pizza. I was just looking at it to get free tacos and free pizza. you know? So um i would i'm like you know i'm gonna get like little trophies made like little michelangelos or something like one of these little like ninja turtles and then just kind of put it on a little platform and when i go in there i'm gonna tell them i'm with Calabunga pizza and do a pizza review like you know you know i'll throw it up on the one bite everybody knows the rules kind of thing
1: and uh well, what is, what's the specific pizza memory for you? But like, before, hold on, before we get to that, what, what do we talk about pizza? What's the best pizza you would say? Like review wise, like out of the major chains, not some of the side stuff, the major chains. So you got the corrupt evil Papa John's, where I think he's a sadistic guy. There's something dark about him. I've seen his Instagram live videos and I swear there's either a hint of alcoholism or he beats his wife when he goes home.
0: You know. I haven't seen him. I'll have to look that up. That's, <laughs> That's
1: the, There's a reason why he stepped down from the company in 2018. He repeated or he tweeted something that somebody said that was racial, and they were like, "Nope. Now people are going to associate Papa John's as racist. So you're going to have to step down and turn over all your shares."
0: Yeah, yeah. As far as like you know the the big like the big ones, you know like Pizza Hut, uh, Papa John's, Domino's as As far as the my favorite out of those like kind of Mcdonald type ones, huge huge industry ones i'd I'd probably say uh dominoes and the way I usually order it is is I usually get the thin crust even though I could probably crush one of those by myself it, um I just like the thin crust better and I ask me to put extra marinara sauce I, i'm a, I think that's like what uh, I really graded off of is a like i first would just let the however this the restaurant like made the pizza made the pizza and usually i do that wherever i go if it's like a mom and pop shop but with certain places like i just realize that i'm like eating it and i'm like this tastes like shit. i'm gonna just tell them how to make the pizza i want to taste like i'm gonna tell them hey extra marinara a little bit extra crispy just tell them like how how you prefer it because if you don't then it's gonna be a bad pizza but at, Uh, So I don't know. I've been kind of thinking about changing the way I like order the pizzas, like try to give them instruction on it, see if they follow and you know,
1: I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. You could do the best review base. If you did this, instead of just classifying the pizza, classify like a specific difficult order, like be really, like if you're the guy making the pizza that you're just like this fucking guy, he wants to cut up into a decadon. I can't cut it up into a decadon. I don't even know what number that is. And then like make it really confusing to see how far they actually go for it. That shows their employees, put them employees on a rating system. But, Dominos, man—it's oregano on the crust or nothing at all. That I don't know that certain feature. I like it when I pick up like a nice thick slice. I'm—I'm I'm not a very like the paper thin crust. I can't do that. I don't want it to bite into it and be like shards. But I want something that's you know nice, and then when you're pulling it, you get the nice cheese pull. But not so much to where it looks like it's Chuck e. Cheese, where it just seems yeah. like you're eating plastic. No, no doubt. I mean, yeah, the i mean here in america
0: i mean we just throw cheese on everything and yeah the the places that i've started to go to i mean i i feel like i've had like a really good experience at most of them I, the last time i went the pizza i ordered was just completely horrible like honestly it was i wouldn't even have fed it to my dog and um i i mean i i was like half tempted to tell them that but we really went to that location for its chicken wings uh and it was like called Cogburns. Uh, if they're listening, you know, you guys will get my Yelp review. But I, I think I saw, I see what you're saying. And somebody told me about this, and I looked it up. It's called The Hundred Days of Rejection. It's on YouTube. And this guy would go into like donut, like donut shops, and ask me to make like a donut shaped with like you know the Olympics symbol, like symbol, and and stuff like that. And he was testing people how far they would go for all kinds of reasons like went to a papa john's or pizza hut and asked if he could like deliver the next pizza just to see if they would let him do it so if you haven't seen that you should check that out
1: have you ever thought about maybe turning it into a more of a youtube channel type style thing instead of just doing like reviews on the site yeah you
0: know um kind of what what we were kind of thinking about doing is just a a few different things as far as um we were thinking about releasing just kind of like a recipe for the tacos for the pizza for chicken wings and for like a burger like you know once a week or once every two weeks or something so get like the recipe then also go do like a review uh for the actual company or what certain companies you know you could even go to that restaurant and then try to imitate their recipe you know yourself or something basic but um we're kind of calling it meals that get you laid so it'd be a recipe for the pizza for tacos for the chicken wings for the burger you know obviously you could do like uh you know the a cup of coffee of the week a bottle of wine you know you could pair it with you know a beer too like a craft beer just make your recommendation and pair it with like a music list like a playlist And just kind of try to roll that out because the, the food community is, is huge. And, uh,
1: everybody loves food. You can literally, there's one for, I think Mac and cheese. It's just a page of nothing but Mac and cheese. And it's like, okay, well this is something because we all love food. It doesn't even matter if it looks disgusting. People will follow the most disgusting stuff too. I literally just watched a Facebook video before this and it was a guy delivering, he worked for Domino's of course. So I had, I was already hooked. He was delivering a pizza, but then he showed them the pizza and the guy's like, what the fuck is this? And it's all the pizza slices are everywhere, all over the box. And he's like, I dropped it. Some dude bumped into me, and a pizza fell on the ground. And he goes, "And you guys don't do the pizza insurance anymore?" Yes, that was a thing. There was pizza insurance where you would drop <laughs> your pizza and get a whole other one. But he's like, "I'm calling them back right now. They're going to make you another pizza. They're going to bring it out to you. I'm so sorry about this." That's the one thing I stand by with Domino's is if you fuck it up, they will be more than happy to come out with a brand new pizza. Papa John's is like, "No, no, no. Let me get let me get another order. That put it put it put it, put another order in because it's going to cost money."
0: Yeah, you know that's interesting you say that because one time uh, the the pizza lady she came up and dropped off the my order and I ordered like a two liter of Coke which it was like part of the deal but I I really didn't care if the, the soda came or not but she's like oh I forgot you know I forgot the soda she's like I'll just run back and get it and blah 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 and I'm like kind of I was like I ah, appreciate it I just was happy the pizza was there but. I was like, ah, oh, it's not a big deal and she did now she came back and she was quick and I honestly don't even think that she went to the pizza like back to the pizza spot. I think she just went to like the convenience store right by my house and bought a 2 liter and
1: dropped it off. I don't know if she did or not, but it- they're more of a delivery style, I would say like if you're going like if you're going to have a party, which which pizza place are you going to order from? It's probably Domino's. Only, even though it seems like everybody wants Papa John's because you can do it through the phone, but honestly, Domino's—it's a better pizza. It's not—it's very filling, but it's not so much to where you're gonna feel like shit after you eat the whole thing. Um, pizza Hut just has a better family value. I don't know what it is. When I walk into a Pizza Hut, is a place I want to sit down and eat. When I go into a Domino's to pick something up, it's like corporate. It's like get in and get the fuck out. It's like okay, the, uh,
0: yeah. The Domino's. I don't know if you watch the. I think it's called the, the Ugly Delicious or something like that, but it's on Netflix. But the the guy, the chef, he goes around and he went to Domino's and the 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 technology that they have is like they have it down to a science where it's pretty much like. You know you order on the app and it kind of like drops the pizza and it just pretty much does it all automated and i don't know i guess apparently they're more on the tech side which is interesting but uh, i you know what i have noticed and this is just obviously probably my biology but whenever i, I do like pizza hut because it's right next to this spot where i host board game night like before all the COVID stuff started hitting and yeah, i would just get heartburn all the time from their pizza which was you know it was delicious but it just kind of i don't know for some reason the marinara sauce it's like yeah garlic. that might be it they drenched yeah.
1: the shit out of it in garlic every time it's like we're definitely not making out after this it's probably the worst one to get if you go on a date it's like we're not going to pizza hut unless you're getting the fucking salad <laughs> and i know you you're not getting the salad yeah where are you, where so where are you located at ocean How city you- maryland man okay okay
0: how are how are things going down over there with uh you know just you know since the pandemic,
1: heading towards a second shutdown our state is tied up with florida with the amount of outbreaks it has which really sucks because now everybody's like uber eats or deliver because like restaurants just don't even want like they're all shutting down because people keep like complaining about there's not six feet it's like we live in a beach town, so there's water on one side, then there's water on the other. So every business that's built here is pretty small and condensed. So you're not even six feet away from the stove. So you're going to be like right next to somebody. So yeah, people are just shutting down. But what really sucks is my dominoes burned down
0: they
1: did. oh no like what the fuck that's the only place that brings me happiness and i drive by and now it's getting turned into a barbecue restaurant i was oh. like but domino's and the other yeah. one's like 50 miles away and it's in it's off a highway so there's like you have to go off the highway and turn in so when you're slowing down everybody behind you's like it's 75 asshole you're like i'm just trying to get some pizza yeah
0: wow so is there is there any like kind of like local like mom and pop like pizza spots around you or
1: not really because we're more of a beach like fish yeah you know cuisine um yeah The best mom and pop I've had is only a few hours away. It's a place called, and you wouldn't think on the name, it was called Ratsy's. Okay, okay.
0: The greasiest
1: pizza slice I have ever had in my entire life, and it was $10 for one slice. And I was like, 10 fucking bucks, but I'm also pretty messed up, and I'm like, I would like, I just got out of a concert, so I'm like, let me... Let me eat this thing. And uh, he goes, all right, just sit right there. It'll be 10 minutes. I'm like $10 for 10 minutes. I'm paying by the minute here. So I sit down and I'm waiting. And this dude pulls out a slice that's like two feet long. And he's like, check this out. I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's some places that just do it by the sites. I guess I'm I'm pretty fortunate compared to you. There's a, there's a good amount. I wouldn't say it's like I would not I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's a ton uh, that are super close, but they're close enough that DoorDash or you know GrubHub or whatever those, you know Postmates, all those uh, companies will deliver. Um, which, which is pretty cool. I mean, sometimes the I, I notice when it's far away, the order will get like, you know, rerouted probably for an order in between there as it's going. But overall, I yeah, I mean, I'm in Arizona, so it's pretty bad over here too. I think we were running neck and neck with Florida and they were like, oh, when, when this, when it gets hot, the, you know, the uh, COVID's gonna die off, and I'm like, kind of thinking, no. The human body is at 98 degrees. There's, I mean, obviously that's not gonna, you know, kill it off. And look at what do you know? Like some of the two warmest parts of the the country right now are kind of both thriving in it. So, yeah, been an interesting 2020. I mean, I'm optimistic though. I am optimistic.
1: So. What do you think is gonna come for the future of 2020? Something good? What What, what would you think?
0: you know i'm kind of kind of a few different ways that i've been looking at that is like i wonder how the school systems are really going to react to this i mean that's my concern with is like with this being such a huge impact on the way schools are operated and run and i mean i don't even have kids but it's one of those where i can see a whole generation becoming so um like kind of disconnected from each me, other yeah i really do like them having like really good uh, relationships that they actually know people like because i'll be honest with you, right now we're working from home we've been doing it for three months but i just got moved to a new team and i'll probably get moved to another new team here in, a, in the end of this month so but there's like 30 people on my team that i've never actually met uh like in person and that's a lot you know so it's Th-
1: this is just a crime for the pizza community too because the best pizza i've ever had my entire life has been school lunch pizza
0: oh oh yeah absolutely i, I mean, don't know
1: what the fuck they had in there i don't know what they were doing with it but they had three different styles of pizza and they were all freaking amazing yeah
0: i i you know i think the one thing that i hope comes out of this is more people like kind of
1: cooking like cooking from
0: home you know well know so many
1: entrepreneurs thing. have started with this thing dude there's so many home bakers people that are making their own pizzas i'm surprised you haven't taken that venture and to become a pizza yolo yet come on now so I,
0: I do have i do have like a, one of my ex-girlfriend's her mom gave me this really awesome pizza stone so i have some really good recipes i don't really have the oven for it my roommate just bought one that's like a smaller oven that works pretty great um so it's it's a little bit it's a, it's a little bit more efficient when you're trying to cook the pizzas, but yeah, you're right. It's one of those where now, uh, the, I think I got to just do some more research in the dough, but really it's, it started off as like just a fun thing. Um, and you know, all that, all that work on the Instagram, all the ones on the top of Instagram and everything, I pretty much just do all that. And I do it from my phone, which is really kind of cool. So I've been, I don't know, it's been interesting. Now I'm kind of like, do I want to go more into doing the food or do I want to go into more of like the marketing? Because there was a couple people I chatted with some pizza owners and they also had other businesses. And when we were chatting, like I was sharing them, my idea, which was cool because these are people that are legit chefs and culinary chefs, but it's like, they, they don't also want to be doing the stuff behind the computer. It's just not their thing. You know, they're they're, they're cooking. That's why they hire
1: people for That's Why usually when you come across a pizza place, there's a couple owners. If it's not a giant franchise, there's usually one guy that's all about the money. There's one guy that's kind of there to, you know, make the pizzas and stuff. One guy does the marketing. Well, you mentioned something in the beginning though, about you wanted to do a podcast at a point that kind of talks about food. Why don't you just do one that it talks to the pizza Yolo community or, you know, maybe goes and besides maybe just reviewing, but actually sitting down and being able to have some of them chefs on there. So that's, that's
0: kind of what our discussion was uh, with. So my, I have a twin brother that I kind of been throwing these ideas around with. And uh, that's what we were kind of discussing. So we're going to, we're, we're going to use the master Dot cooking and we've already been doing a lot of, uh, you know, editing and stuff like that on, on Tuesdays, we do twin taco Tuesday is what we've been calling it and just go around to a new taco shop. Cause Again, I'm located in Arizona, tacos and like Mexican food down here in California. It's just a huge industry and it hasn't been necessarily cracked on, I think, as much as like, say, some pizza spots have. But combining the, you know, doing like tacos and doing pizza. And the other thing too is that we have kind of have like people work on a chicken wing and a burger one. So they, and these are their own like people, they kind of have their own entities, but it kind of all flows together. They're kind of branches. So yeah it's uh it's been interesting i would say it's been about 6 6 months into this may may uh less with most of them but just really for the with the pizza thing and it's been uh really changing kind of like you know i i don't know i've liked it i think it's it's been uh become this huge cool thing which at first when i was talking about it my friends were just kind of more like they didn't really see the vision until you know, it kind of started to become a thing, but, uh, um, well, your yeah.
1: social, your social with pizza or any food in general, if you're a page on Instagram is going to grow dramatically only because people, the whole point of Instagram is kind of double tapping and then swiping, double tapping and then swiping. So when they see something like food, or if you're really, really attractive, they'll double tap or something that's pretty, they'll double trap. Um, what I'm afraid of is with, the whole idea of all these people that are going to start home baking and doing all these things. The one thing is like all the businesses that just have to regulate on these new standards. Now it just, it's not fun for anybody. I mean, you know, for instance, like, um, schools they're not making it mandatory for kids to go to school you can stay at home. I get it for the safety, but you're also losing a big aspect of what kind of brings people together is that communication, that culture. You know, there's supposed to be tables of kids that sit in group with other kids that are supposed to be different, but they have the same things in common. That's why they sit together. That's the that's the it's supposed to be awkward. It's not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be someplace you go to learn, but at the same time you get to interact with so many people. You utilize it for that, but Going out to a restaurant, I went the other day with my cousin. Actually, it was probably a few months ago before he left. Um, He went back to Colorado. It's so crazy because we're sitting out there trying to go out and eat somewhere. Everything, water fountains, all these things are all taped up. None of that. There's like, you know, even he's my own flesh and blood and we have to sit six feet apart and then put a mask on when we're not eating and doing all this stuff. I'm like, this kind of like, we're more focused on not dying than actually having the actual meal. And then the employees have to go through twice as much as they did before, which I mean, is good and bad. But at the same time, it's like, they can't keep up with everything. And I mean, that's why they're getting tips so much. I know so many people that are servers are like, I'm making $150 like off one table. I'm like, yeah, because we don't know what the fuck to do right now yeah
0: it's it's i think it's a little bit of like people aren't really going out and doing other things so and they feel bad for the restaurants again they are trying to keep them open too because i'll tell you there's there's a bunch of good brunch spots um around my place and two of them closed down within like you know like within the first shutdown and then of course we opened back up and then they shut us down again and now certain you know bar established uh, establishments that are known more for like you know their alcohol sales now are requiring you to like purchase eight dollars worth of um food or so you know a certain number just so so they can kind of stay afloat
1: Bro, and it, perfect. And it makes
0: sense mm-hmm.
1: perfect for you so you're in arizona there's probably so many people that are pizza yolos that make their own home pizzas now they have friends, instead of them delivering it to themselves, you can be cow or cow. It's cow bunga, right? I'm not, I'm it's not. Cow, saying, yeah. Cow, yeah. Cow bunga. Yeah. 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 Cow, all right. <laughs> sure. So cow bunga pizza tours. But what you do is with the tours is you go to these pizza yolas house, you talk to them, you get maybe a little bit of footage out of them, a little recording, a little bit of this, then you take their pizza and you deliver it to the person that wants the pizza.
0: That's it. It's not, that's not a bad idea. You know, one thing I was thinking about was doing um kind of because I'm, I'm sure you've seen the ninja turtles but like back in the day when they had that van you know they had that like, yes yeah you know, that dope van. so like get a van and trick it out to look like that and then call it the cowabunga pizza tours and then have like you know have like a really hot chick dress up as like april Neil and she's like going picking them up and they all get like you know they all get a t-shirt You know, I just
1: want to see you like in a turtle outfit, trying to shove a pizza box through the mail slot of the door, like get the fuck in there.
0: (laughs) It's one of those where like, it's definitely, uh, it's grown into this thing. So it's, it's been fun. I mean, one of my girlfriends, her name's Ruby and she's, she's awesome. She's got, she loves chicken wings. And so chicken wings and pizza, there's, you know, a lot of spots that do that. That's just kind of like, they go together. So it's been fun, but it's cool because then she has, she has her like own channel doing her own thing, but, but then it opens up my like kind of world. So I don't need to just, just eat pizza all the time, but it's definitely, definitely been interesting. So, I mean, as far as your like favorite foods in general, I mean, what would you say your favorite, like last meal is, you know, if you're going to be, um, you know, last, last day on earth, you're on death row, so to say.
1: (laughs) I asked that question to a few people and I, my answer always sticks with kind of the same thing you would get on Thanksgiving, that casserole with the marshmallow in it some yeah. stuffing maybe a little bit of gravy definitely some bacon potato skins maybe a slice of dominoes depending on how right. i'm feeling that day but dude right. and finish it off with a ben and jerry's ice cream you cannot fucking go wrong with uh, some fish yeah. food bro
0: <laughs> no you can't i was gonna say of course you're you you got that a little bit more than where i'm located at but uh, do you do you have any good like Mexican like some taco shops around you or what? Yeah,
1: actually, uh, there's a place that right next to my food line. It's called uh, La Tapatia, I think it's called. It's like, see, when I was a kid, I would actually go to an authentic place. And I know saying authentic Mexican place, you just look for uh, like a Latino person behind the counter. No, this place was authentic. Nothing you could read on the menu was in English. You actually had to know some Spanish when you went there. But you know, it, me and my mom always good childhood memories are just going there, eating like some nachos or eating some tacos or something, just really enjoying the experience. And then the one down here, the last time I went was on my birthday, which is like a pain in the ass to go on because it's New Year's Eve. So we went at like 5 p.m. to have dinner and then they put a giant sombrero on my head because somebody said it was my birthday. And then I get this freaking <laughs> ice cream that's like mixed with like a taco <laughs> shell thing. But like it's a fun experience. I, I enjoy going out to like Mexican restaurants. I think it's probably one of my favorite cuisines is like burritos and tacos yeah
0: it's you know it's a, so i'm born and raised here in arizona and it's kind of one of those where it's it's integrated in with the culture down here and i went to a very diverse high school so i i do like tacos it's one of those where i I see a huge you know thing that that can happen so but the but the the pizza thing is just you know you can't you can't go wrong with that too and i think and it's funny too because what i've noticed is on my on my Instagram, and that's really the platform that I use. Obviously, that's kind of how we connected, and uh, it's it's cool because there I'm realizing that is a platform that you can chat with and find people that are interested in in collaborating with you. Like one of the guys that I was chatting with, he has a, a shout out to him, but he's got it's called Taco Barbell, and it's uh, he's an Olympic olympic or Olympian like powerlifter, and he has a, his own taco brand and. It's one of those where mine's just life dot com, but I don't. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I think we're, we pretty much just both like tacos, but it was one of those where he, I was like, "Hey, if you're ever traveling this way or wherever you're at, we should like link up and do a taco review." And it and it was just like, it was just so cool because now it's like, okay, you got somebody that's kind of trying to do the same thing you're trying to do. You know, even though it's a little bit different, but it's in a different area. It could really workout and, and you can make a cool community. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm definitely like, this is, this is all kind of new to me, but really, I've, I had some really good conversations this week and I've noticed like you were saying there's, there's different teams and being the chef, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard of Timothy Ferris. You know, he's written the four hour work week and he's written the four hour body and the four hour chef. But the four hour chef is a book about how to accelerate your learning curve and he uses cooking as that example but that book is great and it's uh it's interesting because i was a huge fan of his four hour work week book but i really noticed i'm just taking on with stuff i like to do like i like food i know i'm not going to stop liking food and i like helping people so getting to work in this tech job has really helped me out with that but yeah
1: um so of I, communication and connections you'll make doing anything like this and first of all even diving into social media is using it to a benefit when you get into like a small community like this yeah the, they i'm either really scared or really happy about the communities and stuff on Instagram, because whenever they get super, super big, they end up having the ego people in there where it's like, right. That's not a perfect pizza. That's not this. That's not that you did this wrong. You did that. It's like, why can't you just smile, double tap and shut the fuck up? You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> right. it's, it's always gotta be like there's always the people that are going to turn into a competition. And I just look at like, ah, man, in a million years I would have never thought that a, title of a job would be food reviewer and now there's people out there doing that i'm like what the fuck is next right
0: well i mean like look at anthony bourdain i mean shit he was traveling around doing it but but you're right and there's a lot of there's a lot of big you know when i when i've noticed that on instagram there's just some people that people love taking pictures of their food they just they do and you know and whether it's something you cooked or you're ordering but Yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting. And this, the pandemic, I think, you know, has like, I've chatted with some people that are doing the delivery thing and that's going really well for them, which, which makes sense because, um, I was even thinking about it too. Like, it, it makes sense to have less people in the grocery store where you should just like order online and then maybe they can bring it to you or, you know, I don't, I don't know, you go pick it up like curbside, but it's just, uh, yeah, it's been it's been interesting, but I think the I think I've saw even a couple of things pop out where like you know people are, you know, cooking in their kitchen, or the COVID kitchen, you know, like this week kind of thing. So so I hope it brings out more people kind of, you know, eat like eating uh, in and cooking, but at the same time too, you don't want to see those good restaurants like fall apart. Like you were kind of saying, you want to have, you know, a good local mix and kind of. Uh, you know share share recipes and stuff like that well, i think that's what fun, right that's yeah fun. yeah kind of like more like the craft beer scene like when you see back like you know overseas and stuff where it's like the craft beer breweries like it wasn't like that like probably say 10 years ago or so it was always just like bud light Coors light heineken corona right that was kind of I mean, maybe find some sierra nevada and then there was this explosion of all these craft beers and breweries I'm not sure exactly how many maybe your local area but in just in you know california and arizona just all these states blew up and that's it's more craft so it's kind of like when you go to this city um, or this part of town this is like you know the signature beer around here this is what you're going to find on tap and you're starting to see that with beer so i think you're right like doing it with pizza and i actually went to a, i one of my friends she owns a like a it's a it's essentially a bar but they have food and we went in there to talk about her social media cuz she's been running that that joint for like a few years and i just kind of was like well, why don't you think about getting like pizza on your your menu it's it's a it's like an american it's called the dirty blonde so it's it's uh it's you know as american as it gets really and i was kind of telling her p- pizza is probably a good thing to put on the menu and have some great tacos and you know she did have tacos on the menu so the next time i went in there and ordered them i wanted to get a chicken steak and you know what, what their vegetarian option and they're like you know only do you can get the same three you can't order different ones and they were like pre-made so they were pretty bad but it was interesting because i was telling her i was like hey look you should just really like change some of the recipes up on your menu make like a few really amazing items and then we can start doing the uber eats thing and she's like well if i do and this was before covid hit so she was kind of like well if i do Uber Eats, then I got to pay the chef longer and this and that. So she had a lot of concerns uh, for herself before making those adjustments. And then what do you know, shortly after that conversation, this hit and she's now kind of hurting. I mean, they could do alcohol like sales to go, but, you know, it just didn't, that's... It's nuts,
1: man, because it honestly, it it really bums me out because of the fact that as a society, we talk about supporting local or doing this, but we have literally made creativity so fucking expensive to where like, I watched the heartbreak myself. I went to this gym every day for eight years, then they got new owners, and after the first week of owning it, COVID hit. They were too new to supply or get the benefits of the PUA package or the pandemic package. So they had to pay everything and they lost all that money. They did not get any bonus from the government or anything to stay open. So they shut down and that gym has per- that I've been going to for eight years has shut down permanently. I had to go find another spot. Watching that heartbreak in their dream, uh, they finally bought I mean, I knew business owners that had killed themselves over the fact right. that they lost everything because, What happens is you're open all these years and then you're making this income and you got to just make that nut. You got to You set it up to where you can just get to the next day. Next thing you know, you're shut down for months and then it's like, fuck, I just lost everything. You know, trying to keep it running is a problem. That's why I'm like, how could we turn the creativity back? And I think that's like. Most people are like, oh, well, you could be your own home pizza, or you could do anything at home, starting your own business, become a home baker. Yeah, but they're, they're, those people are going to need people that are going to show everybody what this is. You're, you're, you play a prime part in taking a pizza review on the aspect of you're letting people know what this place is, because nobody ever really takes the time to type out a good review on Yelp. They'll type right. out a really shitty one, easy. Uh, you right, get pissed right. Pissed off enough to do that, but when you sit there and you shell people, like Barstool goes out there and does his thing, he's letting people know, like, this is a good spot. This is what I give it on, and you just got to find your style of how to do that right. and try to right, show right. people.
0: So and that that's that's very true too. Because I've done about two reviews now with my friend Ruby, where we we got pizza and wings, and it was one of those where she, you could tell she was kind of like a little bit nervous. I'm I'm not so much nervous behind the the camera as you know maybe she was but it was like i didn't really care we were doing a check. i'm like no one's gonna see this anyways but really it's kind of it's starting to, it's kind of starting to take off and it's funny because you're right there are those niches in the community like there was a gentleman i talked to the other day he, he was he was like he he called what was it it was like old guys cook uh, old guys cook.com or something like that and that was kind of what he was running with but he was just a an outdoor griller he just liked his meat he liked the grill he liked burgers but he was making youtube videos TikTok, and he was an older guy but he was doing it and i was like it was it was great to kind of like catch up with him because you're, you're right you just got to kind of find the find the like-minded people and i think you're right as far as connecting all of those is, is really important and and kind of doing it on all platforms like you said yelp i don't know if you have the one bite app but that's like you know, basically Yelp, but just for like pizza. But if you kind of and I, I sat next to this guy. He owned a food truck. It was like a hot dog food truck, and it was right around the time of spring training out here. And of course, that kind of went south. But he was like, if you don't write like a, a shitty review, like that was fire. He's like, really get into it. Then you know, Yelp even Yelp will make you like an elite and kind of want your you know feedback. So they'll give you kind of incentives. You know, so is there it a- was fun?
1: Is there like a, a, like a community and organization, or is there any amount of homeless population in Arizona? This time of
0: year when it's like 120, not really. Um, uh, You don't, you don't see them out too much. I mean, it's it's probably a good thing because it's so damn hot, but. I was about to say what
1: you could do with your reviews is you buy a pizza from a place and before you tear into it yourself, I know how hard that drive is going to be of, you know, with it in the car and you're smelling it, you're looking over at it. Like, Oh uh, shit, but, um, find somebody on the street that maybe n- might be less fortunate or just a random person. Like, Hey, want to sit and review a pizza with me and then have that filmed. Cause then you get, you get to meet a, a, you might end up, you know, meeting a serial killer or you might meet a real, a genuine person. And next thing you know, you guys are reviewing a pizza together. People would love to see that on video. My uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. buddy a long time ago, um, when I first had him on the podcast back when I was like episode hundred. Things Josh Weiss. He did a page called The Fat Angel where he was taking leftover food that was going to get thrown out at restaurants and just feeding the hungry, going out on the street. And he's like, It wasn't, I wasn't getting paid for it, but it fed my soul. And I'm like, That's what we, you know, you see videos of those on Facebook all the time.
0: Oh, that, and that, and that's the most important thing too. I mean, um, you know, you do have to kind of, you do have to kind of feed your soul because it's, it's sometimes like you, you know, you're just getting paid. Um, isn't really necessarily what's going to bring you joy, you know what I mean? Sometimes you need to have like you know the, the human contact, but I was going to say, yeah. So, I was listening to your podcast, and it, you, you, so you worked at a gym, right? Or you, do, yeah. you did work at a gym? Okay, I worked, yeah, okay, sweet. So, was that the one that had closed? Was the one that was uh, open eight years that you went to and that, that's the one you worked at? It was before. a different
1: one. This, uh, once, uh, COVID kind of let everybody open back up, I had to find a new gym. I didn't work at the one I went to before. I just, I, it, there's a passion for me. Like I always right. talk about like COVID had some benefits in the fact that I think it helped people realize some things about themselves that they needed to kind of come to grasp with. Cause we can go on autopilot so much. It's like having the same job every day. You're used to the routine. And I'm like, it's not bad to break out of that routine every once in a while and realize like you could be gone the next day, man. Yeah. It's one of those where I think, and I think really at the end of the day,
0: especially with the calls that sometimes I feel it seems like really every industry is, is experiencing it at some level, you know, some might be benefiting it from it faster than others, but it's, it's been a learning curve for everybody, which I think has been, uh, you know, interesting to see how it's played out. Like i said i'm pretty i'm pretty optimistic but no that's a that's a great idea you know it's the the ran, grabbing somebody random and really just like you were saying the, the difficult order it's one of those where like the way i kind of looked at it too is that i i you know i went into this uh shop one time to do a review with ruby and we sat up on a small table we had a little tripod and it was like it like there's nobody there we should have just told the guy hey look can we have that table here? Obviously, if it was busy, you're probably not going to be like instructing them on um, where you want to sit. But uh, you're just like, hey, we're going to set up and just like legit tell them. And then I was thinking about making like a certificate and then giving them the little like cowabunga pizza. So and, you know, hopefully that becomes like a thing, at least starting in the local area that, hey, you know, you've been you've been you know, you've had your cowabunga pizza review. And then just kind of like start that as a community, because I've realized too, that I do, you do want those like, you know, places to succeed. And if I'm successful and at least creating a community to to help like supply, you know, attention to these local businesses and pizza joints and stuff that are really good, then it would be, you know, it's if it, there's like a really, you know a good feeling about just keeping it alive because you're right, you don't want to be stuck with the, the big three, right? <laughs> you know? Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, you know, the, type
1: amount, of stuff. the amount of connections you're going to meet through stuff. I mean, I can give you a random uh, encounter with just a, a person I didn't even know. I just started working at a casino. Um, it was my first day and I was, I was paired up with a guy named Robert who basically has been there probably like 30 something years. So he knew all the ins and outs and he's like, you do anything special? And I'm like, just kind of standing there. I'm like, no, I'm pretty boring for 22. Like I don't drink, I don't party, I don't do anything. And then, there's a thing called roaming, which is you just walk around the casino and just roam around and make sure nobody's doing anything sketchy. And one of my friends comes by and goes, he does a podcast and then walk right by. And he's like, what's a podcast? And I'm like, I basically just talked to people. Um, like, and I shot him, this is an, a day I posted a pizza episode. And I was like, yeah, I'd talked to a pizza Yolo guy. And he goes, you know, I used to make pizzas back in Detroit. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I own my own shop for eight years. And just went into this freaking story of owning this pizza shop with, with his wow. wife and i'm right. like i would have never known that about you like if that's what i'm saying sometimes conversation it just leads to something where you're like what no
0: freaking yeah. way
1: you were a yeah. cop as well
0: yeah no no joke like you, you know and just asking those questions it's, it's sometimes like kind of like to think about it as like poking the bear but i've i've had um, some really good positive experiences with that happening of like you know not you were kind of hesitant to say something but then you you did say something and then all of a sudden you're like best friends so i i feel like you know those conversations are good to have and it ends for i don't know you just kind of have to you know it's something that you can't really necessarily always teach but you can learn so yeah the the, the whole reviews thing so it's kind of it kind of started as reviews um that was the idea and then you know what it was like you know what it would be great to actually do the tours as well you know for example have uh, uh people meet up you know before i get to the, the ninja turtle van you know what i mean create have have a pizza them. posse yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. is you know. and then yeah exactly have all everybody running around with their their shirts or whatever and just do that and then i was like doing the tour so you can have them all walk and then you know go to local pizza spots and then you know try to get a deal so it's like obviously the business is getting some benefits out of it like so are you but if you could continue doing that like and have like a like, you know, really fun kind of time doing it and really just, you know, me just getting free pizza, then I, it's a, it's a win for me. But yeah, with, with the COVID thing going on, it's obviously going to just, you know, put a you know monkey in the wrench and tell things kind of play out. I don't really know how that, you know, things are going to play out if restaurants are going to be come shutting down in total. Like my, my brother came from California and he was telling me that, the rules were so laid back here in arizona compared to san diego which which makes sense you know i mean it's a bigger population but that's also probably a reason why we're kind of riding high so yeah we'll we'll see how it goes whether it's going to be just marketing or you know more of a virtual platform because of you know just how we have to live life that's that's cool but i would like it to be more of a like you said actually meet get out there and talk to people and you know have it be a like a community
1: what's your uh, most memorable pizza experience because i think that's a good question you could ask random people to see what comes out of their head
0: yeah you know oh man i so when i was 13 i had crushed four vertebrae in my spinal cord so i was like i was just i liked riding dirt bikes and bikes and stuff it was a little daredevil in I was, I was wrecked like, up. Don't
1: fucking gloss over that. You got to explain yeah. that one for me. So
0: yeah, dude, it, it's pretty, it was so, so when I was 13, it was Father's Day. And it, was, it was, we took out like the ATVs and the dirt bikes and stuff when we were riding and I went ahead and uh, I just crashed. I, you know, I thought I got the wind knocked out of me, but uh, kind of rolled down this hill and it, and, you know, I tried to get up, but I, you know, I was, had, you know, the breath knocked out of me. So I was kind of like laying there for a little bit, trying to get up. I couldn't feel my legs. And it was one of those I told my dad, I'm like, I don't I don't think I can feel my legs. And it so one thing led to another, they, you know, get a air like a helicopter out because we were on Four Peaks Mountain and they air vac me from the from the mountain to the hospital. And then of course I had surgery. They they put like over there's like over 16 pins and screws in my back, but I severed my spinal cord and it was like now relearning how to walk again. But it was like three days where I, I mean I was pretty much out of it, like on morphine and stuff. So my memory was was foggy, you know, and still is. But regardless, I the the hospital food there was not very good. And once they moved me out of like the ICU, then um, I was kind of more in like the rehab center, which luckily there was a couple people that were close to my age. But my I had some family and friends come in, they they were like, What do you want? And I was like, I just want some pizza. And it was just, like, one of those where it was kind of, like, it, it that pizza was so good, dude. Like, you know, this, the, it was, like, the sh- the first shower after the, all that. It's a taste then,
1: of fucking freedom.
0: Yeah, it was definitely, like, one of those where I, I can't even remember where it was from, but it wouldn't have even mattered. But that was probably, like, the best pizza just to, like, know that hey, I'm, I'm fucking alive. But, yeah, I mean, luckily – with that, you know, being said, it was, it was, you know, two months. So it was about uh, from Father's Day for the rest of the, that summer I was, I spent in the hospital and then, and then I recovered like Christmas of that year, which was like really unheard of, to be honest with you, the, when I walked in to go see the neurosurgeon, he was like, would you just walk in here? And I mean, I honestly didn't really know if he was joking or not. I, you know, cause I was 13. I, I didn't really, I, I guess just call it young and naive. But um, I just thought when you break your back, you it's like you break your leg or something, you get better. I didn't realize that it was not really, you know, it, it was, it was most likely it wasn't going to happen, but I recovered really quick. And that's something too, where going back to the fitness thing, Um, I would like to kind of try to crack into as well. So kind of have like that good, nice life, healthy balance of, you know, food and then, you know, fitness. And then, you know, like I've been playing board games, but like the board games was a lot of fun because, you know, it gave you like some good, healthy interaction and competition. But it was like, you know, still getting to meet people. So just kind of creating that nice little realm of things and kind of tying them all together. And obviously food, I think, is that that key ingredient so that's kind of what i've been thinking on right now but as far as going more virtual and, and i'm sure you you i think when i was listening to your one of your podcasts it was somebody that owned like a food truck or something right yeah yeah how do you so you have obviously over 400 500 episodes like how many of these do you do like you know throughout the week or
1: Depends on if I schedule one, I, I get lazy with it because it's just like, like how long it kind of took for you to kind of respond back. Right. It's it right. like that with like almost every person. So like I get send out a hundred invites one day and then not hear back for like two weeks and everybody's hit me up at once. And it's like, I'm, I, I can do, I can crank out as many as possible, depending on, I have done 42 in a matter of two days before. So that's just like maybe a few hours to go work out. I didn't sleep. So, I mean, you just got to be passionate about it, man. Like as passionate as you are about the pizza and, you know, about just food in general and just love talking about it and love experiencing things. That's what it means. And that's how you got to branch off your page because you're not like pizza people, chefs, they don't get into it to, you know, be a famous person, be a rich person. They get into it because they love the art of food. They love the art of pizza. You're, you love the art and experience of trying. And first of all, it seems like you're more, priority of a choice i would say would be experience with people you just love the, the the community you love you know having fun with other people that interaction which i think is desperately needed and not a lot of people pay attention to that i mean yeah we saw it when covid first hit oh uh, you had to do social distancing and you could you had to stay away from your family members and even neighbors and stuff and you're like But I want to talk to my neighbor now, even though I've lived next to him for 40 years and I've never said a word to him. It's just now that someone's telling you you can't, you realize how much you actually want that. But like I said, it's got to be a thing, something to fix the future here. I want to be optimistic about it, too. But I think it's got to start with people just need to have a board game night, man. It's it needs to be that fucking simple where you can grab a piece of pizza and you can sit down and play some monopoly and make your parents bankrupt. <laughs> so that's, so it's so
0: funny. You say that. So the, 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 I think I have a website for it. it's called geeks games and golf. So geeks games and is what it's called. And what it is is a board game night. We usually get together on Mondays after, you know, your shitty Monday back to the office if that's the hours you work. But um, yeah, we would just call it Geeks, Games and Golfs because we usually meet up at a craft beer bar. I met my roommate through uh, Homebrew. So I wanted to be, I wanted to, I still do want to own a brewery. Um, and I got big into the Homebrew thing, which was just awesome. But uh, he plays a lot of board games and it was one of those where I had, you know, I had played, I played Monopoly, I enjoyed it. And I played some video games. I just never really got, you know, really into it. I didn't have that many different kind of variety of games. And then after I played, it was kinda like I got addicted and it was cool because what we were doing, you know, before all this went down is we would just usually go to like what we call the trifecta, like the three little local like venues around our house that we would like to support. And we would just pull out the board games, start playing. And they're board games that nobody's ever really even heard of before. So of course it's intriguing to people walking by and they'd come by and they would be like, oh what are you guys playing? And then you know, you'd find out if they were board gamers, because there's a lot of you know, family game nights. There's a lot of people that do that in uh, different communities with like the, just, what do you call it, like Dungeons and Dragons. And they're, like, the, that community of people, they, they also do still like to play other games, I've noticed. But um, it, it, what's kind of nice is it does build that kind of uh, community through board games. But then, of course, these people are probably either drinking or eat, you know, eating food because they're out at the venue anyways. And then when you invite them to board game night, now all of a sudden you have, you know, this random person that you met just like in the venue who's like an IT security whiz. You know, is now all of a sudden I'm learning cybersecurity from him. But also he's meeting my friend who's a teacher, and my teacher wants to get involved and have, you know, them come speak to the community. So it's like it really does create this really good vibe of people and that people that you wouldn't really think that you'd be hanging out with. Like one time I went out on this date with this girl she's it was a fantastic time but we i was like well my my friends are over here playing board games if you want to go and she was kind of like board games and i'm like yeah it's fun and we showed up and it was it wasn't the the crowd i think she was expecting but she still had a good time and she's like these are your friends i'm like because some of them were like you know in their 50s some of them were like you know teenagers at you know teenager age It was just kind of interesting. I'm like, yeah. I mean, this is this is kind of what we do. So, uh, I mean,
1: why did people play charades? I don't understand that one. But once you start playing, you're like, this is fucking fun because you're. It's like a competition aspect. It's that's that's the friendly competition that I think is needed. Yeah,
0: (laughs) definitely. So you said you have four. Yeah, you have over 400 episodes. So when when was your first one? Like, how was your first experience with uh, with uh,
1: we talked about poop the whole entire time.
0: Was that, was that one of them? I know that there was like a reference to it in one of the podcasts I was listening to, but I know you said you listened to Joe Rogan. It's funny that you say that too, because you've been doing it for two years, which is solid. And uh, I was thinking about doing it one with my brother, just because we're, we're twins. So we were going to just, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Hodge twins before, but they're kind of like yeah yeah, because yeah they're awesome so it would be kind of cool to do something like that but i remember though listening to my ipod at work and joe rogan was it was like his first few episodes i was listening to it and he was talking about going out and doing stand-up comedy and i always was like half tempted to do that and just never really made the jump and i i don't know why i think it was just because i wasn't sure what i wanted to actually do and that was more of the problem was like just just kind of like picking, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up type of thing, you know? And then finally, when I just was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to make, you know, one from tacos and pizza. I like that. I feel like I can talk to anybody about it nine times out of 10 when they're talking about their business. And I just point to the, you know, something that I have done to actually show them as an example. And that's really what it is, is to give like people that I chat with as an example of like how I would set it up. They can use like the the format, and then then that way I can kind of touch base, and it gives me some credibility. But you're right; it really does create that good uh, way to network. And I've been learning that more. Like even just like I kind of learned uh, to make some of the content on like some of the programs, which I think that's really important is to create like good content. And now what I'm doing is trying to figure out like especially on instagram is you can you can you know kind of search by these tag words which i didn't really ever do before to be honest with you but what i've been doing is going to search the tag words and then going to like recent posts and reaching out and looking through these people's profiles like actually really looking through you're explaining my process
1: thanks for giving everybody the secrets
0: (laughs) but no but honestly like because I know when you came, when you probably came across mine, like, I leg, I mean, I do have a, leg, I have a website attached to it. I have this. But what I was going to do across the bottom of my, my little highlights was I have, I do have the, we call it, It's the, the domain name is master.cooking. But we really want to get uh, meals that get you laid, <laughs> meals that get you late.com. But um, that, that's kind of like where I have it on the highlight. But then I'm going to. Pizza or it.
1: pussy. Like yeah it.
0: yeah you know what i'm saying like this is how you you win, and uh but if that will be kind of more on like the, the umbrella and then have the little highlights of the pizza the tacos and the coffee but i've been working on kind of creating like a logo that's kind of cross-platform so this is kind of interesting and t- kind of obviously you're pretty tech but what um you can buy emoji domains which is really interesting because they're not really widely used right now, but I think with the younger generations, like especially since there's languages that uh, all over the world, right? But um, you like they're kind of universal, so you can kind of, you know, I mean, you can kind of do they're they it. They're today's times
1: hieroglyphics, as well. they really
0: is. are. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way I kind of describe it at work. But so I bought um, some emoji domains, and what I bought was uh, I have the Shaka heart you know dot ws have the the shaka sign and then dot or so shaka pizza dot ws shaka taco dot ws shaka wing dot ws and the shaka burger you sound like my
1: cousin my cousin is from hawaii so all he says is shaka i'm like shut the fuck (laughs) up
0: (laughs) so i well that was like the symbol that i decided to use and mix it with so that way when people see that it's also like i own that domain so it will also kind of cross-platform, across all platforms. So it'll be like their own little branches, but within kind of the the you know MasterDog cooking site. So that's kind of the way I've been looking at is kind of creating that brand. I would like to get like a logo that would be, you know, if anybody's listening out there. I wouldn't change
1: the, it if I were you because no, you know what attracted okay. me to your profile was your logo. Well, you know what, I do, I
0: guess what, I, I don't want to change that logo. I just want to make them all kind of have a similar... Look and feel, so when you see it, you'll recognize that they kind of are all similar in their own way. But um, but regardless, if, if they're if what I've kind of started to learn is, and I guess kind of roundhouse back into what I was piggybacking off of is like just doing it you know what I mean
1: just really just like actually getting
0: a shot dude I I would have never
1: thought in a million years when I started the first episode that anybody was going to listen and any of the not even the fact of just like having people that listen now is more on the lines of like the experience I've gained from it is good and bad I mean I've heard amazing stories I've talked to amazing people if I go anywhere that's not my own state I could get free meals I could get whatever i mean i knew people that would literally let me into their house just to live if i needed to like if i needed a spot because there are great people out there and then the bad part about it was the whole fact, I feel like it has definitely aged me because if I want to get very serious, I can. And then it's like, people are like, how are you that young and being able to say that? And it's like, cause I've talked to, and I've experienced so much, not only through my own eyes, but through others that I've talked to and I've associated with, I've, I've heard the stories. It's like reading a book, you know, the kid that sits in the corner, reading multiple Harry Potter books it might be a little bit weird, but I guarantee to you, he's probably can get a little bit more serious than anybody right
0: right no absolutely yeah it, i mean the podcast thing has been interesting i'm glad you do i mean do you have uh, like numbers on like how many followers and stuff like that you have regularly and the views and such and, like, i do but or- i do
1: i usually don't like sharing them with anybody because i just feel like if i'm worried too much about the followers the listens everybody's always about like i gotta get the listeners up gotta get the listeners up it's like if i start doing that then i just ruin why i started this in the first place which was having a natural conversation like me and you.
0: yeah no it was cool i mean i mean when you reached out like i i was kind of more and you know what it was kind of in between when i had like some time to look at it and when at first when you said like uh you were like ep490 and i was thinking i don't know what the hell my where my brain was at but i was like oh okay like 10 minutes before maybe five o'clock or something meeting up and then I was like, kind of went back and reread it. I'm like, oh, he means like episode 490. So I listened to quite a few of them last night that I ended up crashing out like super late. But it was one of those where like I could tell like when I was going through your the Spotify list that it seemed like there is a really good diverse mix of uh, people that you have on the show, which is cool. You know, I was like everybody
1: oh, and anybody, as long as you use as long as you're authentic. I don't care. I don't talk to people that's named like fart giggles three or something. It's like, no. Don't give me that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. I was gonna say, as far as uh, as far as like you know topics go, do, do, I mean, it doesn't seem like you, you too much have like a, a huge script. But I do know that do you kind of find certain industries that you like to kind of work with more than others, or are you just kind of just depending on how you feel that day? Or?
1: It's really how I feel that day. But surprisingly, like recently, like trying to get to whatever uh, five hundred or something. Uh, so people listening, you'll know this was before 500. But like, j- I, I was slack. And I just like I've had a lot go on these past like couple weeks, uh, much like everybody has had, but I've had a lot of like family tragedies and stuff happen uh, between a terminal diagnosis with my grandmother, and then a day later, finding out my buddy fell out of a three-story balcony and died. So it was like I was getting hit left and right, and I'm like, I just don't feel like reaching out. And then suddenly, like you know, people that have been on the podcast before just started reaching out to their friends. They're like, hey, you talked to my buddy. He said he had an amazing time. I would like to come on. And I'm like, all right, check out an episode. So you don't even have to check out a full thing. I just want you to understand that there isn't like a interview. It isn't a question. If it turns into an interview, then you. End ended up playing your part wrong which was the fact of having a conversation with somebody but yeah yeah i get it because you know everybody wants fame like that and the best way to get that is just to tell everybody what the fuck you're doing which makes sense but i mean i just feel like this world with so much more natural conversation you want to feel energized and charged when you run out of your house like you want to be like fuck yeah like i'm ready to take down a double slammer some wings and a nice tall pint absolutely no absolutely and i think i think it was funny
0: because one of the episodes i was listening to of yours it was like obviously you guys were talking about the float tank and i actually have done the uh uh, float tank before but so it was kind of interesting because i could tell it was like it was it was nice raw conversation and you're right that is hard to like you know probably do with just anybody but you you've you've obviously I, i i don't know i was i'm looking forward to listening to your podcast i guess some I'm asking some of these questions too because I'm curious to do it myself.
1: Um, well, and hey, I know you were using, we can using talk, Zoom. We can uh, talk off air about this if you yeah. want to know some podcast stuff, but I'll make yeah. sure that I freaking, you know, if you want questions, dude, I'll get you, I'll get you guests. I'll get you anything.
0: And I was going to say, actually, the talking offline about it would be great, but no, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm just excited for the connection too. I mean, it's one of those where this is, like I said, this was kind of like six months into me figuring really what what the the you know cowabunga.pizza thing is going to be and it, it is in the the website is cowabunga.pizza i couldn't so believe it or not somebody has cowabungapizza.com like a crazy combination of that so that's the the domain name have you checked it out the website by chance
1: i have not checked out the website no? okay I'll be honest yeah,
0: with you. the the instagram is really where i focus my attention but yeah i'll have to send you that in the taco one so you can check out because you know if uh, if anyone out there listening to wants any help i mean I, that's the cool thing is i'm sure you have met a lot of really cool people and um, you know doing the podcast thing it's just it's i mean i guess i'm kind of a little bit jealous so Two years in, man. I'm jealous of the guy that
1: gets to freaking do pizza reviews, man. That sounds – I couldn't do it, man. I I love pizza and all, but, like, I'm way too much of a fit nut where, like, if I even eat a little sliver of pizza, I freaking – I need to be in the gym working out, like, for 80 hours straight
0: yeah no it's one of those where like i can tell i've i've put on some like some covid weight so to say just because i haven't really been like as active as i've wanted to be but the um yeah the <laughs> the the reviewing of them i mean it is somebody somebody definitely has to do it and, and, and like you're saying they got to be kind of like right now i've been kind of slacking on doing the pizza reviews as much as i have been focusing on the tacos Uh, mainly just because i feel like tacos need to get some some recognition down here too and there's there's more taco shops than there are pizza shops around me so it's kind of been um, close to cali yep cali really close to mexico too so we get like a really good variety of um you know different styles
1: that would be a good one you could talk to the people that make the tacos and ask their like family recipes or maybe some family experiences to that too yeah
0: well i we were out we were out grilling we were eating like some king crab leg and such and then there is one of the girls at my mom's pool she lives in a you like, know a, a bigger apartment complex area so there's more people like around and you know she was kind of coming up and we were chatting and then we started trading food like you know i gave her some of the sat like beet salad that we were eating and she's like oh i'm gonna go run and get some of my mother's dumplings she like brought her mom out and then uh so we ended up like kind of chatting and we ate some dumplings it was like really actually a really cool um experience and it was really kind of through food and kind of connection but the the food thing it's just you can relate to everybody with it and especially if you can catch them in a good time so kind of like you know maybe going in a little bit early before they open up to kind of just see their process and get some good footage would be really kind of an exciting thing to do To the point where like you were saying you really could make it your job like i was chatting with somebody the other day and he was like have you ever heard of the he he was somewhere in like you know dc area but he's like that guy just makes appearances and they gotta pay him like two thousand bucks to make the appearance because he has such a strong following and uh that's kind of where i would like to see it i wouldn't i don't like you're saying it doesn't happen overnight like some some of the growth that i see on so like social media and stuff, it's like, just one person a day, like one quality person could be that tipping point of you getting like, you know, 10 other good, you know, friends. It's, it's like, I'd rather have more, like, closer connections than I would just. Exactly. Random people. I'll give you yeah. a
1: perfect example. There's a person I've talked about on this podcast that I said, when he donates, he donates and then posts all over social media. Well, he does it so he can get the attention, the gratification. Um, he's always about that. wants to get his followers up, he just wants to be famous, all these types of things. Well, he's got a two hundred and seventeen thousand following on Instagram. And he reached out to me and he said, "Hey, man, like your podcast. I would love to be on it. I know him from when I was before way before this even started, when I was like fourteen, And right. I messaged him, and I was like, So how many podcasters did you just spam that message to? Because it was a copy and paste message. And then he goes, no, man, I really love your stuff. I'm like, do you know who this is? He goes, yeah, I've checked it out. I'm like, check it out again. And then he never answered back because he saw who it was. It was me. and He goes, I'm not a fan. I denied him that. I could easily have him on, but I don't want to because of the fact is, I don't like, I don't need a fake. I don't need to get that popular. I don't need right. those followers. I don't need that. I do this because I love talking to the people and he's just one of those people that is very fake. And I can't, I can't stand that. And that's not talking shit on him. That's why I didn't mention his name. He's I'm sure he's a good person, but if you're too obsessed about wanting fame, being famous and you're losing out on the experience of life, that's like ordering a fucking pizza, then getting no crust, only the marinara sauce what the fuck like what do you get? <laughs> i'm on a no-carb diet then why the fuck you order pizza it doesn't make right? any sense no and it's one of those where I, I i mean
0: i guess that's the one thing i noticed when i was listening and honestly i i listened to quite a bit in between and i was taking calls so i was i was putting it on pause and then trying to rewind it but it seems like too like yeah you're it's not like you're not really trying to argue at all. I mean, it didn't seem like that. So I was like, I think that's the one really cool thing about um, that I'm going to be finding out about listening to your podcast is that it really is a good conversation that you can learn a lot from because you get a lot of really cool people out there. Like, you know, you, I'm, I'm sure that even before we were doing the podcast thing, like I, I was kind of like joking with my friends. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if uh, I, I know like it looks like I have a pizza. Pe- don't know if this guy knows if I have a pizza joint or really what, what it is I do. But I was like, he's going to probably find out that I do more than just pizza will probably be about tacos this and night. And it's one of those, you're like, Oh shit. Now, now we can talk about all kinds of different
1: things. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I like it. I kind of consider it like a Christmas day when you're opening up a gift, you don't know what the hell you're going to get. So you just right. pop right into this combo. and there wasn't much back talk and forth between, um, you know, before this happened, it was like, let's just, you know, chat. And it's, it's hard to do with people because people feel like they're going to be attacked. But, it's so it's so worth it just learning about a new experience and you have some that do go well I've had some that haven't gone well with the fact of like it just bored the hell out of me Um, right but you know I like to try and keep it entertaining when you're listening to me it's me asking questions that you know a lot of people wouldn't ask because they just couldn't think of it but it's also you know just talking and seeing where it goes it can go deep or it can go dumb as hell but i have you have you uh, done anything like local like have anybody in or my first that? 90 are per, are in yeah. person i used to have, okay. in this room that i'm in right now there's actually a couch to my right um, okay i used to have the first 90 in person uh, with a little zoom recorder where i would just like bump into somebody that i maybe met at one point maybe said hi to or something like hey my name is robbie um you want to come over to my house and do a podcast and like what and i'm like at the front door they're trying to greet me officially and i'm like no, no, no let's go upstairs let's do it on the podcast and i would just run upstairs and next thing you know <laughs> we're shooting this shit about aliens for like three hours Nice,
0: yeah that and and honestly too, it's like because when we first chat you' are like, I'm gonna kick this on I'm like i I mean you know, I didn't know if we were on or not I was just gonna run with it I was like because I'm, I'm a pretty open book and I feel like I do have a lot of different experiences to share, which is which is really kind of cool and it's kind of the cool thing about chatting with you is like even just um you know you coming across my thing and then you sharing some of your ideas it's like oh shit i didn't even i didn't even think about it like that you know now now all of a sudden it's opening up like this different can of worms and, and i think that's kind of why the of pizza has uh kind of turned into what it is like there's a similar um kind of instagram i ran into like i think they're called the pizza boys on on there and they have they have some really cool content it's kind of a little bit more like it seems like punk rockish you know but it's still it's, it, it's totally a vibe that I, I would be down for, but it's kind of like, I like, I guess I'm an 80s baby. So you said you're in your what 20s or so? Or?
1: Yeah. 22. 22.
0: So I'm, I'm, i got a 10 years on you, which is, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's a good amount when you go, you know, around the sun, a good 10 times more, but regardless, yeah, just kind of like do the, you know, the whole process of starting it and then getting into that community it's not that I wasn't ever good at doing that. I felt like I've been good at meeting people and chatting, but it was more or less in the kind of like in, in school, obviously, when I'm going, you know, through, throughout high school, you're still trying to figure your life out. And then in the work industry, uh, in the corporate uh, field, even though it doesn't look like I work corporate because I haven't gotten my haircut for a good almost a year, <laughs> thanks to COVID. But, um, so it's, it's been interesting moving into the virtual platform. And so that's, that's kind of where I, I, I made it to relate, but it is kind of going back into the community, which I've kind of started to notice, like I was even thinking about going to um, like uh, the city of chamber and converse uh, meetings, like where the city gets together and all the businesses and then just meet a bunch of people and see what they do if it's somebody i think i would like to work with if it's interesting then i'll collect their their information and then go ahead and kind of study their you know study their online presence what they do and see if there's anything that i can kind of like add value to them and they would get value back from me and then it would be kind of a whether whether it is in payment or just kind of like there was somebody i was chatting with and they're like well well it's it will be a continuous thing and we'll just kind of pay you on how how well you can make this work so i've noticed that doing those kind of virtual like you know and really kind of more virtual now those conversations those are i guess what are somewhat new to me and uh and i'm figuring that out it's not that hard but it is also like you were saying too uh getting people to to message back and which platforms are you chatting with them on because sometimes i don't you know it's like sometimes i'll get pulled away and i'm managing a bunch of different stuff but so and that can kind of be hard too because you have to sift through the bullshit and there's so much bullshit out there on like
1: you know on the web now you know? trust me i know I've, i come across <laughs> it every day but uh i'll make sure you know when this is over dude yeah keep in contact because um, yeah i'll, that, I'll connect w- you with some pizza people i know some people that would go great with your uh personality that, and stuff that too.
0: would be that would be cool man no absolutely i appreciate you having me on i don't know if we're, we're signing off here but I guess. What are you uh, getting into for the rest of your weekend? Work, work. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like you got to work for the rest of the day, or what?
1: Nah. This. I actually. I work four thirty a.m. to like eleven or twelve. So I basically have okay. the rest of my day free. But. Definitely okay. getting a pizza tonight. I haven't had a pizza in weeks and Domino's. Yeah. Down, so I need to find a new spot. Now that you, when new
0: you, spot when, uh, when you get, when you, when you, uh, when you go take a picture of it, so I can throw it up on the Calabonga pizza. Really Dude, I'm not
1: going to lie. A Lunchables is the shit, man yeah (laughs) i i don't i don't know what it is about that but that's always like a classic to me i don't know if it's a it's a whole it's obviously a nostalgia thing but it's like kids cuisine whenever i see that i'm like i immediately just want to go for the brownie that's in it
0: yeah you know what's funny is my first uh pizza review was and and i'm not talking bad about the quick i don't know if you guys have quick trip gas stations where you're located but it it is like it's kind of like it's such an efficient gas station. They're clean. All the workers are on top of their shit there. They just know, they know how to run a business, like very successful like gas station. And they have um, kind of like these little convenient marts inside of them. But it was my first time. It was like a little bit before work. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I just walked over there to go grab kind of like some candy. And they had a, they had a pizza <laughs> and it was like a little little mini one, you know, and is a personal size. So I'm like walking back, and there's this green, grassy knoll, and I still had about 20 minutes before I really needed to get back into my office at work. And I'm, I'm just like sat down and you I said just said, like, green,
1: grassy it, knoll. No, fucking just,
0: more. yeah, it was, like, Ordered, it was pretty, <laughs> order a
1: freaking Robert Frost poem. Holy yeah, shit. It, it was
0: kind of like right next to a busy road. But I just sat there. I was like, I was in the middle of like just a weird intersection. People were probably like, what in the hell is this person doing having like a picnic in this grass but it was like right in between the office and and the convenience store and it was just like the place to seem like it was calling my name so i sat down and i filmed the first Calabunga pizza review and it's just me i think i think uh, i was even w- probably waiting to see i'm sure how you think about it but i'm sitting there filming eating like a, and i was like this is from a gas station i said that in the in the review and that was how it all started and i think that was like as authentic as it got like you know i was it was like i'll even try this horrible gas station pizza i'm gonna film it i'm just gonna like make this happen i noticed too this this was what i thought was even like funny is at first i really didn't put uh, a whole lot of my like pictures of myself in there i was really trying to get some content and kind of trying to get like the vibe of like you know, the playoff the Ninja Turtles and working with different logos and really trying to learn the program. Like you can kind of tell early on in the in the Instagram. It's just like the pictures are kind of like, I would say shitty. (laughs) And then they get a little bit better. So then I started posting stuff and I had one of my ex-girlfriends like reposting my content. And it was one of those where like it felt good. I don't even know if she knew that it was like me on the other side running that content. And she follows like three of those accounts that I kind of manage and she doesn't follow my personal like which She's Yeah, stalking it's you. it's probably it, it could very well be that but it's it's the also way one of those I, when same. I
1: come look when I come across a profile and I see like if I saw yours I just go to where you're following and if you have like I just type in like a name and I'm looking and I'm like, Oh, this is him. And the next thing you know, it's your profile. Because when you have an Instagram page and you're starting like a business or something, you usually follow your main account, your actual self. Yeah. So it's like, motherfucker, I, I know your name. It's like, how'd you know my <laughs> yeah. name? It's like, this isn't my first rodeo, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. It's one of those where, and you're, you're probably right. They, they definitely know. And it's one of those where it's just, it is, it's, I mean, regardless, I dated this person. So she obviously knows I'm, i'm cool and we got you know our own things going on but it's it's also like content that's just not it's not me you know what i mean so it's not gonna just remind me of that or you know it's not gonna but every time she gear.
1: thinks of that pizza she thinks of you
0: but you know what it's fun it's fun too because now i get like for example i have some people that just they just are more geared towards the tacos and there's these people that i'm, I'm friends with on instagram that have been friends with me since kind of like i just started it i Never met them, message them, but then all of a sudden their stuff pops up. Like it's, it's one of those where I'm like, oh, great. And just what you were saying, I, I took the trip. This was like really cool. Uh, this was a really fun trip I got to take with my mom right before about two years ago now, but um, we went camping all the way up the California coastline. So we went from Arizona all the way through California up the, into uh, Oregon, Portland area, and then Seattle. And we camped the entire way which was like pretty cool my mom's like kind of a a hippie and i was of course posting you know pictures of my journey and kind of what i was going on and there was so many of my friends would either message me being like hey where are you are you in town or go check this place out and i i had probably like four or five uh, recommendations uh, while we were on the road like last minute that just worked out that was That was perfect i got to meet with some of my friends that used to live here in arizona they now live in oregon uh her and her girlfriend it was just one of those things that were it was it was really fun and it was cool because like you know all these people i didn't realize like oh man all these people are really actually and this was my personal account we're actually really paying attention to this kind of stuff so i still got you there it says my phone's like close to dead but um yeah, it, the, the whole social media thing, it makes it really cool to uh, kind of communicate and be amongst people that are like-minded. It's, it's really changing the game a little bit,
1: you know. But And even a again, guy who doesn't eat pizza like me, I still yeah. know a good slice, but hey, <laughs> we connected. Right. You want to see right. something funny, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test you to do this. So once this okay. is over, I want you to send, and anybody else listening out there, if you hear this, send a message to Mike at Pizza in the Sack. And what you want to send him is, the message needs to be, just say oregano, because he'll know who sent you. Mike
0: at pizza, P-I-Z-Z-A, in the sack.
1: In the sack. I, I am
0: in the sack. Dot just,
1: com. No, he's not com. He's an Instagram profile.
0: Oh, okay. Instagram. Okay.
1: So, I'll, look, when we get down here, send him a message saying oregano, and he'll know that I sent you, because he told me every time he makes pizzas now, he's an uni ambassador. He, um... Every time he makes pizzas, every time he grabs oregano, he thinks of me, and I was like, "That's all." That's
0: all I need to do. <laughs> so, all right, let me make sure because I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this for you. Uh, it was, it was Mike Pizza in the sack.
1: I'll send you and, his profile. Okay,
0: yeah, send that to me because I'll, I'll message him. Oh man, that's hilarious! But nice, man. Well, yeah, I, I, I do. I would even love to jump on the uh, podcast again. It was funny because I, I think I messaged message you and i was like oh it'd be cool my twin brother is gonna be in town if you want to try to do that and you're like no it's one-on-one and uh you know i think it'd be cool for you to get him on he's he's uh you know does fun stuff so i'll try to put you in contact with him so that way you can get you know one, you know some twins on there i don't know if you I interviewed both two twins but that would be kind of interesting
1: for sure man well jason please plug your instagram page plug your site plug anything you want man
0: Cool, man. I I will appreciate it. And yeah, let's stay in touch. I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right.
1: You too, man.